Welcome back to Goran Progress, the podcast about personal growth and self-improvement. Today we're going to talk about the power of sharing and how it can have a positive impact on our mental health. I'm your host, Goran. Let's dive in. You know, we live in a world that often values individualism over community, where people are encouraged to focus on themselves and their own success above all else. But what if I told you that sharing and giving can actually be the key to unlocking your own success and happiness? Some of you may be thinking, what's in it for me? But I truly believe that the act of sharing and giving can be a fulfilling experience that benefits both the giver and the receiver. Whether it's volunteering your time, sharing your knowledge or simply being kind to someone, giving can create a ripple effect that goes far beyond just one person. And when you give, it creates a sense of connection and purpose that can be incredibly rewarding. Now, I know what you might be thinking, but Goran, we live in a competitive world. How can we afford to give away our time and knowledge? Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not about giving away everything, it's about finding a balance. When you share your knowledge, it doesn't mean giving away all of your secrets, it means helping someone who is struggling and lifting them up. When you give your time, it doesn't mean sacrificing all of your free time, it means finding ways to give back that work for you. And the benefits of sharing and giving aren't just limited to personal fulfillment. In fact, studies have shown that businesses that prioritize giving and social responsibility are more successful in the long run. And it's not just about making a profit, it's about creating a positive impact on the world around you. I think it's important to acknowledge that we live in a society that often emphasizes individualism and personal gain. It's all about what's in it for me. Or how can I get ahead? While there's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to succeed or improve oneself, I think we can all agree that there's more to life than just personal gain. When we share and give, we open ourselves up to a world of possibilities. We build stronger connections with others, we create a sense of community, and we experience the joy of giving to others. It's a win-win situation. When we give, we receive so much more in return. I believe that sharing and giving can do wonders not only for our own well-being but for the well-being of those around us. It's something that we should all strive to do more of in our daily lives. Whether it's sharing our time, resources, or knowledge, there are so many ways we can make a positive impact on the world around us. Now, I know what you might be thinking, isn't that just common sense? We all know sharing is important. But hear me out for a minute. When we talk about sharing, it's not just about letting someone borrow a pen or a piece of paper. It's about building relationships, creating a sense of community, and ultimately making the world a better place. Think about it, when you share something with someone, whether it's your time, your resources, or even just your thoughts and feelings, you're creating a connection with that person. You're showing them that you care about them, that you're invested in their well-being. And that's something that's sorely lacking in our world today. We are so focused on our own individual needs and wants that we forget about the power of community, the power of connection. But when we start sharing, when we start giving, we start to build that sense of community. We start to see the world through the eyes of others, and we start to realize that we're all in this together. Now, I know it's not always easy to share or give. It can be uncomfortable. It can be scary. We're putting ourselves out there, 
opening ourselves up to the possibility of rejection or judgment. But here's the thing, when we do take that risk, when we do put ourselves out there, the benefits are immeasurable. We start to feel more connected to others, we start to feel like we're part of something bigger than ourselves. And isn't that what we all want? To feel like we're part of something bigger, something meaningful? Dot. Now, I know that giving is often associated with material things, like giving gifts or donating money to a charity. But it's important to remember that giving can take many different forms. For example, giving your time to help someone in need can be incredibly rewarding. Maybe you volunteer at a local shelter or you spend your weekends helping out at a community center. By giving your time and energy to others, you create a deeper connection between people and you inspire others to give as well. And let's not forget the impact that small acts of kindness can have on someone's day. Maybe you offer a listening ear to a friend who's going through a tough time or you surprise a co-worker with a cup of coffee on a busy morning. These small gestures can create a ripple effect of positivity that can brighten someone's day and make a real difference in their life. Another benefit of giving is the sense of purpose it can bring to your own life. When we give to others, we feel a sense of satisfaction and fulfillment that can't be found in material possessions. It gives us a sense of meaning and purpose, knowing that we've made a positive impact on someone else's life. And finally, Giving can be a great way to challenge ourselves and push ourselves out of our comfort zones. Maybe you're afraid of public speaking, but you decide to give a talk to inspire others to give. Or maybe you've always wanted to volunteer overseas, but you've never taken the leap. By giving back in these ways, we can push ourselves to grow and become the best version of ourselves. Dot. Many of us have been taught that giving means donating money or volunteering our time. But giving can also come in the form of sharing our knowledge, experiences, or emotions. And this type of giving can be just as powerful, if not more so, than giving material possessions. When we share our experiences or emotions with others, we're not only helping ourselves by releasing some of the weight we carry, but we're also helping others by showing them that they're not alone in their struggles. And this can create a sense of community and connection that is vital for our mental health. Sharing can also help us to develop empathy and compassion for others. By putting ourselves in someone else's shoes, we can better understand their struggles and offer support and encouragement. And this type of giving doesn't have to be a grand gesture. It can be as simple as offering a listening ear or a kind word. In fact, research has shown that even small acts of kindness, such as holding the door open for someone or offering a compliment, can improve our own mental health by boosting feelings of happiness and positivity. But sometimes sharing can be difficult. We may feel vulnerable or ashamed of our experiences or emotions, or we may fear judgment or rejection from others. And that's okay. It's important to take care of ourselves and only share when we feel ready and safe to do so. And remember, sharing doesn't have to mean sharing publicly. It can mean confiding in a close friend, family member, or therapist. The key is to find someone who can offer support and understanding. When I was in college, I had a friend named Rachel who was going through a tough time. She was struggling with depression and anxiety, and it was taking a toll on her mental health. As her friend, I wanted to support her in any way that I could, but I wasn't sure how. One day, 
I came across an article about the benefits of journaling for mental health. It suggested that writing down your thoughts and feelings could help you process and make sense of them, which in turn could lead to improved mood and well-being. I thought this might be something that could help Rachel, so I decided to buy her a journal and some fancy pens as a gift. When I gave her the gift, she was surprised and touched. She told me that she had been feeling so lost and hopeless, and that the idea of journaling gave her a glimmer of hope. She started using the journal right away, and told me later that it had become a regular part of her self-care routine. She said that writing down her thoughts and feelings helped her to feel more grounded and centered, and that it had made a huge difference in her mental health. This experience taught me that giving doesn't always have to be a grand gesture or a huge financial investment. Sometimes, the most meaningful gifts are the ones that show someone you care and are thinking of them. In this case, the gift of a journal and some fancy pens was a small but powerful way to show my friend that I was there for her and wanted to support her in her journey towards healing and well-being. In our society, we often place a lot of value on material possessions and wealth. We think that the more we have, the happier we'll be. But in reality, the things that bring us the most joy and fulfillment are often the intangible things, like love, connection, and kindness. When we give to others, we not only help them, but we also benefit ourselves. Giving can improve our mood, boost our self-esteem, and even improve our physical health. It's a win-win situation. And I have a special story to share with you all about a woman named Anna. So, Anna was a single mother with two young kids. She was struggling to make ends meet and often found herself in a dark place, feeling like she was all alone in the world. One day, a friend of Anna's reached out to her and asked if she needed any help. Anna was hesitant at first, but eventually opened up to her friend about her struggles. Her friend listened with an open heart and offered to help in any way she could. Anna eventually accepted the help and it changed her life. Her friend introduced her to a support group of other single mothers, who all shared their stories and struggles. Through this group, Anna found a sense of community and support that she had been missing. She started to feel like she wasn't alone in her struggles anymore. Anna also began to see the power of sharing her own experiences with others. She found that by sharing her story with others, she was able to help them feel less alone and more connected. It was a beautiful thing to witness, and Anna's friend was so happy to see the positive impact the sharing had on her life. Now, Anna has become a strong advocate for the power of sharing. She believes that it can truly do wonders for those who are struggling, and she encourages everyone to share their own stories and struggles. Because in doing so, we can all help each other to feel less alone and more connected. So, why is sharing giving? Well, when we share our stories and experiences with others, we are giving them a gift. We are giving them the gift of connection, of understanding, and of hope. And in turn, we receive the same gifts in return. I truly believe that sharing can do wonders, and I encourage all of you to try it out. Whether it's sharing your struggles with a friend or loved one, or even just sharing a smile with a stranger, you never know the impact that your sharing can have on someone else's life. We all know that sharing and giving are important, but have you ever stopped to think about how finding a balance between the two can impact your life and the lives of those around you? Let's start by discussing the benefits of sharing. 
Sharing can help build relationships and create a sense of community. When we share our experiences, ideas, and resources with others, we open ourselves up to new perspectives and opportunities. Sharing can also help us connect with others on a deeper level, as it shows that we are willing to be vulnerable and open up to those around us. Now, let's talk about the benefits of giving. Giving can create a deeper connection between people and inspire others to give. When we give to others, we show them that we care and that we are willing to help them in any way we can. This can inspire them to give back to us or to others in need, creating a ripple effect of generosity and kindness. However, it's important to find a balance between sharing and giving. If we focus too much on giving, we may neglect our own needs and become burnt out. On the other hand, if we only focus on sharing, we may not be giving enough to others and miss out on opportunities to make a positive impact in the world. So, how can we find a balance between sharing and giving? One way is to set boundaries and prioritize our time and resources. We can also practice self-care and make sure that we are taking care of our own needs before giving to others. It's important to remember that finding a balance between sharing and giving is not always easy, but it is worth it. Another way to find a balance is by practicing mindful giving. This means giving with intention and purpose, rather than just giving for the sake of giving. When we practice mindful giving, we are more likely to make a meaningful impact and create positive change in the world. One of the best examples of balance between sharing and giving is in the workplace. A successful team has members who are willing to share their knowledge and resources with each other to achieve a common goal but also willing to give credit where credit is due. When everyone on the team feels valued and appreciated for their contributions, a deeper connection is formed, and the team becomes stronger as a whole. Another example is in relationships. A healthy relationship requires both partners to give and take, to share their thoughts and feelings, and to be willing to compromise. When one partner is always giving and the other is always taking, the relationship becomes unbalanced and unhealthy. However, when both partners are willing to give and take equally, the relationship thrives and grows stronger. Let's take a look at a more personal example. I have a friend named John who is always willing to share his time and resources with others. He's constantly hosting parties and get-togethers, and he's always willing to lend a helping hand when someone needs it. However, John also knows the importance of giving back to his community. He volunteers at local shelters and donates to charities regularly. By striking a balance between sharing and giving, John has built strong relationships with those around him and has also made a positive impact on his community. Now, let's talk about some situations where finding a balance between sharing and giving can be difficult. One example is with family. It's important to share your time and resources with your family, but it's also important to set boundaries and not let them take advantage of you. It's also important to give back to your family, but not to the point where it becomes a burden on you. It can be a delicate balance, but when done right, it can create a strong and healthy family dynamic. Another example is in the workplace when you're working with a difficult coworker. It's important to share your knowledge and resources to help the team achieve its goals, but it's also important to set boundaries and not let that co-worker take advantage of you. It's also important to give constructive feedback to that co-worker to help them improve, 
but not to the point where it becomes personal or hurtful. Nowadays, it's easier than ever to share our thoughts, feelings, and experiences with the world through social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But it's not just limited to personal sharing, we can also use these platforms to share our time, skills, and resources with others. On the other hand, social media has also been criticized for promoting a culture of superficiality, where likes and followers are valued more than genuine connections and real-world interactions. So, it's important to examine both the potential risks and benefits of these platforms in the context of sharing and giving. One of the benefits of social media is that it can facilitate sharing and giving on a global scale. For example, online crowdfunding platforms like Kickstarter and GoFundMe have enabled people to raise money for various causes, from supporting creative projects to helping those in need. Social media can also be used to spread awareness about important social issues, encouraging people to take action and make a positive impact in their communities. But there are also potential risks involved in using social media for sharing and giving. For example, there have been cases of fraudulent fundraising campaigns, where people use fake identities and stories to deceive others into donating money. It's important to exercise caution and do your research before donating to a cause online. Another risk is that social media can create a culture of comparison and competition, where people feel pressure to present a curated and idealized version of themselves in their lives. This can lead to feelings of inadequacy and even mental health issues like anxiety and depression. So, it's important to strike a balance between using social media for sharing and giving while also being mindful of the potential risks and taking steps to protect ourselves. At the end of the day, it's not about whether social media is inherently good or bad, it's about how we use it. By leveraging the power of technology and social media in a thoughtful and responsible way, we can make a positive impact on the world and create meaningful connections with others. Some of the challenges that can arise when it comes to sharing and giving one common challenge is the fear of judgment. We may worry about what others will think of us if we share something personal or offer to help someone in need. This fear can be especially strong when it comes to social media, where we're constantly bombarded with likes, comments, and shares. Another challenge is the lack of resources. We may want to give to others, but feel like we don't have enough time, money, or energy to do so. This can be especially true for those of us who are struggling to make ends meet or dealing with personal challenges of our own. So, how can we overcome these challenges and barriers to sharing and giving? Here are a few strategies that have worked for me and others. First, try to reframe your perspective. Instead of focusing on the potential negative consequences of sharing or giving, focus on the positive impact it can have on both yourself and others. Remember that sharing and giving can be a powerful way to build relationships and create a sense of community. Second, start small. You don't have to make grand gestures or donate large sums of money to make a difference. Even small acts of kindness, like offering a kind word or a helping hand, can have a big impact. Third, seek out support. Talk to friends, family, or a therapist about your fears and concerns. Sometimes, just having someone to listen and offer encouragement can make all the difference. Finally, 
use technology and social media to your advantage. While these platforms can be a source of anxiety and pressure, they can also be a powerful tool for connecting with others and spreading kindness. Use them to share your own experiences and encourage others to do the same. Of course, there are also risks and downsides to using technology and social media for sharing and giving. It's important to be aware of these risks and take steps to protect yourself and others. For example, be cautious about sharing personal information or making financial donations to strangers online. Studies have shown that when we give to others, our brain releases a chemical called oxytocin, which is often referred to as the feel-good hormone. This hormone can lead to feelings of happiness, contentment, and even reduce stress levels. But what about the impact on our long-term mental health? Well, practicing acts of kindness and giving back to others can actually improve our overall well-being. It can boost our self-esteem, provide a sense of purpose, and even combat feelings of loneliness and isolation. Now, some of you may be wondering, what if I don't have the resources to give back? Well, there are plenty of ways to practice generosity without spending money. For example, simply being a good listener to someone who needs to talk can make a big impact. Or, offering to help a neighbor with a task they're struggling with can also be a great way to give back. However, there are some challenges and barriers to practicing generosity, such as fear of judgment or lack of resources. It's important to recognize these obstacles and find ways to overcome them. For example, reaching out to a trusted friend or mental health professional can provide support and guidance. In some cultures, sharing is considered a core value and a way of building strong relationships. In these cultures, it's common for people to share food, resources, and even living spaces with others. The act of giving is also highly valued and people are encouraged to be generous with their time, money, and resources. In other cultures, however, individualism and self-reliance are prioritized over sharing and giving. In these cultures, people are expected to take care of themselves and their families first, and helping others is seen as a personal choice rather than a moral obligation. Now, it's important to note that neither of these attitudes is inherently good or bad. They simply reflect different cultural values and priorities. However, understanding these differences can help us to better appreciate and respect the values of other cultures, and to recognize that there are many ways to approach the concept of sharing and giving. But what happens when these cultural attitudes clash? For example, what if you're someone who values sharing and giving, but you are living in a culture that prioritizes individualism? It can be difficult to navigate these conflicting values, and it can lead to feelings of isolation and frustration. So, what can we do to bridge these cultural gaps and promote a more inclusive attitude towards sharing and giving? One approach is to focus on finding common ground. For example, rather than emphasizing the differences between cultures, we can highlight the shared values of compassion, empathy, and kindness that underlie both sharing and giving. Another approach is to lead by example. When we demonstrate our own commitment to sharing and giving, we can inspire others to do the same, regardless of their cultural background. We can also encourage our communities and organizations to create opportunities for sharing and giving, such as volunteering, donating to charity, or organizing community events.
The important thing to remember is that sharing and giving are universal human experiences. While cultural values may shape our attitudes towards these concepts, we all have the capacity to be kind, generous, and compassionate towards others, regardless of our background or beliefs. When we think about sharing and giving, we often focus on the act itself. But, it's important to recognize that there are deeper values and emotions that are tied to these actions. Gratitude, for example, is the feeling of being thankful and appreciative of what we have. When we share or give to others, we can cultivate feelings of gratitude within ourselves and in others. Forgiveness is another concept that intersects with sharing and giving. It's the act of letting go of resentment or anger towards someone who has wronged us. When we forgive, we open ourselves up to the possibility of giving and sharing with that person again. It's a powerful way to heal relationships and move forward. Compassion is the ability to feel empathy and understanding for others. When we share or give, we demonstrate compassion for those around us. We acknowledge their needs and work to meet them in a meaningful way. All of these concepts are deeply interconnected with sharing and giving. When we engage in these actions, we tap into something greater than ourselves. We build connections with others and contribute to a more compassionate and grateful world. But, it's not always easy to embody these values in our daily lives. We may struggle with feelings of resentment or entitlement, which can make it difficult to share or give. Additionally, we may encounter situations where we feel overwhelmed or like we don't have enough resources to share. In these moments, it's important to pause and reflect on why sharing and giving are important to us. We may need to reframe our perspective or seek support from others. By doing so, we can overcome the challenges and barriers to sharing and giving and cultivate a more compassionate and grateful mindset. Reciprocity is the idea of exchanging something of value with others, with the expectation that they will do the same for us. It's a fundamental principle of social exchange theory and is a powerful force in human relationships. When we share or give something to someone, it creates an implicit social contract that encourages them to reciprocate the gesture. But reciprocity isn't just about giving to receive. It's about building a sense of trust and connection with others. When we share or give without any expectation of something in return, it sends a powerful message that we care about the other person and their well-being. This can lead to deeper, more meaningful relationships and a sense of community. So, how can we incorporate reciprocity into our daily lives? It can be as simple as offering to help a neighbor with their yard work or cooking a meal for a friend who's going through a tough time. By giving freely and without expectation, we set the stage for others to do the same for us in the future. But what happens when reciprocity is one-sided or absent? It can create a sense of resentment and mistrust in relationships. If one person is constantly giving and the other is taking without offering anything in return, it can lead to feelings of exploitation and ultimately, the breakdown of the relationship. That's why it's important to find a balance in the give and take of relationships. It's okay to ask for help or support from others, but it's also important to offer our own support in return. Reciprocity isn't just about exchanging tangible goods or services either. It can also manifest in the form of emotional support and understanding. When we listen to someone without judgment or offer words of encouragement during a difficult time, 
we're engaging in reciprocal behavior that can strengthen our relationships. Sharing is giving, and giving can do wonders for our mental health. Whether it's sharing our experiences, emotions, or small acts of kindness, giving to others can create a sense of community and connection, improve empathy and compassion, and boost feelings of happiness and positivity. That's all for today's episode of Gorin Progress. Thank you for tuning in, and remember to practice self-care and kindness towards yourself and others. Before we wrap things up, I want to take a moment to thank all of you for tuning in today. Your support means the world to us, and we couldn't do this without you. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We release new episodes every week, and subscribing is the best way to stay up to date with our latest content. And if you really liked what you heard today, don't forget to give us a thumbs up and share this episode with your friends and family. It helps us reach more people and spread the message of sharing and caring. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Until next time, this is Goran signing off.